friends this is the last month of the year and i want to welcome you to december 2021 god has been faithful to us he has been gracious and compassionate with this we can only say thank you to jesus thank him for his mercies thank him for his love precious father we thank you this morning we thank you so much for everything that you have done for what you have been to us we thank you, Father, because you have been our rock, you have been our fortress, you have been our shield and our high tower. You have been there, O oh God, when no one else was there. You have been there, O oh God, in the good times and in the bad times. Even the times when we thought that we were all alone, Lord, you were there. And for this we are grateful to you. Thank you, Father, for life. Thank you for strength. Thank you for wisdom and for grace. Be exalted, Father. Be exalted, dear Father. Hallelujah to your name. Hello, my friends. Again, I want to welcome you. Congratulations. You made it to step 12 of 2021. Indeed, it's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassions do not fail. And so we have come to say thank you again to the Lord this morning. And um, you know that as usual, when it gets towards the end of the year, it's the tendency for everyone to get agitated. We look back at the, at the year and we wonder how far have I gone, what have I done? And so there's a lot of frenzy in December. It's like everybody wants to catch up on in the last 11 months, the things that I have not done that I'm yet to do. Believe me, I know how that feels. Believe me, I know how it is. January 1st this year, we had a lot of plans, we had a lot of dreams and visions, things that we want to do, things we want to achieve. And for many of us, Yes, we have been able to do some of those things. And our hearts are filled with gratitude to God. And it's something indeed to be grateful for. But for some of us also, we look back and we look back with a lot of pain and hurt and a lot of a lot of regret. We wonder, could I have done it better? Could I have handled the opportunities I had better? Could I have made use of my time more wisely? Yeah, it's it's not it's not over yet. That's what I've come to encourage you with this morning is not over yet and there are times that we wonder okay this is just one more month whilst we're not in a frenzy to do everything all at the same time we want to be sure that we are doing what god wants us to do at each point in time we want to be sure that we are where at the place that god wants us to be at a point in time and even though sometimes fear fills our heart and we are afraid you know, there's a word in, in, that I want to encourage you with today, 1st December 2021. We find it in Matthew chapter 14. It's, it's a verse, it's a passage of the scriptures that we are all very familiar with. Matthew chapter 14. And I'm going to take it from verse 22 to, to um, verse 33. Verse 22 to 33. Before then, Jesus had just fed the 5,000 men with the, you know, it was a miracle, five loaves of bread and two fishes. They were hungry. They had come, to, come from different places to hear him speak. And they were hungry and the Lord, you know, took somebody, a little boy, supplied five loaves of bread and two fishes. And the Lord took it, he blessed it, he broke it and he gave it to them. And gave it to the disciples. The disciples broke it and gave it to the multitude. And everybody ate and they were filled. And they were left over. Hallelujah. And I was just sharing with some people this morning, sharing with a group of people that I minister to periodically this morning, how the fact about the fact that whatever little we have, it's enough. 
for God to do what he wants to do. It might look small in your hands, but when we give it over to God, he multiplies it. He multiplies it and people are blessed. That little that you have in your hand, you don't know how far it will go. Don't discard it. Don't be discouraged. Don't despise it. Don't eat it. We can give it to the Lord and watch as it multiplies that little that we have and uses it to bless thousands and indeed millions of people. The Bible says if 5,000 men, we know that 5,000 men might as well be like 10,000 people in all, counting the women and the children. You know, and so that little we have in our hands can do so much. That little amount of money can do a lot. All we need to do is place it in the hands of the master, place it in the hands of the Lord, and ask, allow him to bless it, allow him to break it, allow him to distribute it how he wants. And at the end of the day, we have much more, much more than we started out with. But that's not exactly where I'm going. That's just by the way. For somebody who is listening to me this morning and needs an encouragement to know that that little money can do something. This little time that we have left in this year can still achieve something. You know, that little opportunity that can amount to much. That little, that little that you see can get me more in the hands of the Lord. So don't despise. We do not despise the days of small beginnings. We do not despise the little seed that we have in our hands. A seed in God's hands becomes a forest. A seed in the hands of the Almighty God. A seed in the hands of the Lord becomes a forest. And so do not eat your seed. The tendency is this seed is so small. What can I do with it? Let me just eat it. Don't eat that seed. Place it in the hands of God. Place it at the feet of a cross. Put in the hand of the master. And watch as it does with that seed what you and I could not do with it. But that's just aside, like I was saying. We're talking, want to talk about Jesus walking on the water. Immediately after that miracle, the Bible tells us, verse 22 of Matthew chapter 14. It says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Let me pause there and just say a few things, share a few things. He sent, the first thing he did after the miracle, after the people had eaten, was that he told the disciples to get into a ship. And there was a destination. He said, they should go before him to the other side. That was a destination. And then he sent the multitudes away. And after he had done that, you know, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And so that kind of miracle and breakthrough. The first thing after that, such kinds of, 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 of miraculous intervention in, our, in, in, his, in that situation. The first thing the Lord did was to go up into a mountain apart to pray. You know, and sometimes, many times, all of us need this. We need to take time now and again away from the crowd, away from the people, away from even our closest associates and just spend time in the Lord's presence. He went to a mountain apart to pray. We need that time, that secret place, that place of refreshing, that place of renewal, that place of restoration, that place of seeking the face of the Lord. And the Bible says when the evening was coming, was there alone. Aloneness is not, is not, a, is not always a bad thing. 
Aloneness can be a blessing. Aloneness is the time that we reveal. Aloneness is a time of refreshing. Aloneness is a time that we recalibrate. Aloneness is a time that we align ourselves with God's will. We align ourselves with God's purpose. That's a time when we seek the face of the Lord to be sure we are still on, in, on track. To be sure that we are hearing the word of the Lord. We are hearing God speak to us. That time of aloneness. And the Lord, after that miracle, he went up into that mountain alone to pray. He says the evening came and he was there alone. That's a time when we can think. That's a time when we can sit down and, and assess. And I tell you more than ever, in this season of our lives, at this time in our history, as a people, as a nation, in our history, each one of us, you and I, we need to have that time, that secret place. Do not let that fire burn out in your secret place. We must not allow that fire to go out in our secret place. We must not get so distracted with all the things that we want to do and we want to achieve. We want to keep running. We want to do and do and do and do. And many times we burn out. Don't burn out. If you have been running and been achieving and been running and you know we have been going, going, you know, different places, running all over the place, trying to achieve one thing or the other. Make sure that in this season at this time, you just withdraw for a minute. This was just one evening. Just withdraw and spend time with the Lord. Spend time to just wait upon the Lord. To see the face of the Lord. To ask him, Lord, what, what are you saying in this season? To ask you, seek your face, his face and say, Father, what are you doing in these times, in this season? But then let's go back to the disciples. They had gone into the sheep. They were now in the midst of the sea, verse 24. Touched with the waves. The Bible says the wind was contrary. Remember, it was the Lord that told them to go to the other side. They were acting on instruction. They were acting based in obedience, based on what the Lord said they should do. They got into the ship and they left the, the shores. But the Bible says that the wind was contrary. You see, many times we know that the Lord spoke to us. Many times we know that we are walking in obedience to God. But in spite of that, sometimes the wind is contrary. Things are not working out the way as easily as we thought they would. The wind is contrary. Challenges rise all around us. There are storms. The winds are raging. There are difficulties that we face. And it looks sometimes that we are, that we are pressing, we are, you know, we are pressing against too much turbulence, against too much challenges. But in this situation, you know, many times at such times all we want to do is to go back. All we want to do is throw up our hands in despair and stop. When the disciples, the disciples could not even go back. They were too far from shore. You know, you took that step of faith based on what the belief, you believe the Lord was saying. And you're right in the middle of a sea. And there is no going back anymore. Yet the wind is contrary. The question I want to ask you is, just, do you think the Lord knows? Jesus was there. He was praying. Do you think the Lord knows that you are there, right in the midst of the sea? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. It's amazing. But it does. You know how I wish that, you know, when, when, when I'm in trouble, how I wish that the Lord will just come through immediately. How I wish that things will just turn around immediately. 
But you see, God doesn't always work like that. He doesn't always work like that. Did he know that disciples were facing tough times, were facing the turbulence, were facing stormy seas? Did he know that the wind was contrary? Yes, the Lord knows. Yes, the Lord knew. He, was, he, he knew that things were tough. Did he know before he sent them? Yes, I believe he did. Bible says in verse 24, that in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them. The fourth watch of the night is around 3 a.m., between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And can you imagine the hours that they had been toiling, the hours that they had been rowing, they had been struggling to keep afloat. Ha, I don't know what it is you're going through right now as you're listening to me. You've been struggling to keep afloat, to stay afloat. You've been struggling to keep your head above the waters. You've been struggling to just keep going. I want to encourage you, the Lord knows where you are. The Lord sees, he knows. And that water will not overwhelm you. The floods will not go over you because he's right there with you. You might not see him physically, but the Lord knows where you are. He knows your address. He knows what things that you're going through at the moment. He sees the tears. He hears your sighs. He sees the agitation in our hearts. He knows our pain. He knows the fears that we feel. The fears about the future. The fears about how we're going to survive. He knows. He sees. He might not always come when we expect him to, but the Lord will show up. The Lord will come. And the Bible says in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went up unto them, walking on the sea. I love that. The same sea that was threatening to swallow them. The same sea that was threatening to destroy them. The Lord is a master of the sea. The Lord was walking upon that same sea because he's in control. He's a master of the universe. He's the master of the universe. He created, he created the seas. He created the elements. And so these things have no hold over him. He was walking on that sea. Was the sea still turbulent? Yes. Was the wind still blowing and contrary to disciples? Yes. But the Lord was walking on the sea. And guess what? He was walking towards them. Hallelujah. He was walking towards them. And then the disciples saw him walking on the sea. This same sea that they were so afraid of. This same sea that struck terror into their heart all night. This same sea that looked like it was going to destroy them. They saw the Lord walking on that sea and they thought it was a ghost. They saw and thought it was a ghost. And they screamed. They cried out for fear. But the Lord spoke to them. He said, be of good cheer. It is I being not afraid and the good thing was they were able to hear his voice above the storms in spite of the of, 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 of the loud in spite of the volume you can imagine somebody in the middle of a sea the sea is roaring the wind is raging the lord did not need to shout he spoke and they heard him he said it is i be not afraid can you hear the voice of the Lord speaking to you this morning? And he's saying, it is I. He said, don't be afraid. Be of good cheer. It is I. It is I. Be of good cheer. Do not be afraid. The Lord is in control. He's never out of control. He's not looking for a way to get you out of that situation. No. He already has a way. And as a matter of fact, He is the way. His presence comes and dissolves everything. His presence brings cheer. His voice brings peace, brings calm into our hearts. 
the Lord spoke to them and I hope and I pray and you hear the voice of the Lord speaking to you and saying it is high be not afraid do not be afraid be of good cheer be encouraged hold on be encouraged I am here can you hear the voice of the Lord speaking to you and then coming and telling you will never leave you that's what he told us he said I will never leave you nor forsake you he will never leave us he will never forsake us and he's there I don't know where you are listening to this on that hospital bed in that financial situation you know in that pain in that in that with all in the midst of the fear and the agitation hear the voice of the Lord speaking into your heart in the saying be of good cheer it is I be not afraid don't be afraid it is I the Lord speaks above the storms he speaks in, he speaks in, in spite of the storms in spite of the raging seas hear the voice of the Lord speaking his peace speaking his calm into your heart and then Peter did something and looked at him at this point in time their eyes attention was taken off the storms the attention was on the Lord he spoke and all the disciples heard him he did not need to shout he just spoke and when we listen to him in our hearts we hear him it doesn't matter how many of us are there in that family hear the voice of the Lord speaking it is I be not afraid be your good chair in that church in that situation in that city in that in that community he's saying it is I the situation might look contrary to us but the Lord the Lord is the one that is over the storms is in charge he is in control he is things cannot get out of control when the Lord is in control he says be of good cheer do not be afraid and then Peter looked at him and said Lord if it indeed it is you bid me come I love that faith he looked at the Lord walking on the waters and he realized that the waters didn't have power over the Lord and because the waters that threatened them the waters that looked so threatening to them was nothing before the Lord here was Jesus walking on these same waters and there was a desire that arose in the heart of Peter. There was faith that arose in the heart of Peter. If the Lord, if the Lord can do this, I can too. These storms that I was afraid of, I can walk on it. I can walk on this water. I can walk on this sea. And he said, Lord, tell me to come. <laughs> and the Lord said, come. The Lord said, come. Somebody is listening to me right now. And you're saying, Lord, if indeed this is you, show me your hand. If indeed this is you speaking to me, show me your hand. Put faith in my heart. Help me to do the things that you are doing. Help me to see what you what, what you are doing and to also align. And the Lord is saying, come, step out. And Peter stepped out of that one ship in faith at the word of the master. Peter walked at the word of Jesus. He walked on the water. Did Peter walk on the water? Yes. Because the Bible told me, it tells me in verse 29, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. He walked on the water. He walked on the water. He walked on the water. 
You're listening to me right there. He said to go to Jesus. He acted on the word. Has the Lord spoken to you? Have you heard him speak to you? My brother, my sister, step out of that boat and walk on the water. You can walk on the word. You might be afraid to walk on the water, but you can walk on the word based on the word. You can stand on the word. You can act on that word. When you act on the word, you will walk on water. When you act on the word, you will do the impossible. When you and I are able to stand on the word of God and hold on to the word of God, we are able to overcome the things that were threatening to overcome us. We are able to walk through the fire and know that it will not burn us. We are able to walk upon the same water that was threatening to swallow us up. Peter walked on the water. And so you too, you and I can walk upon the water. We can do the impossible. We cannot do the things that people say, man, it is it is physically impossible. He walked upon the water. But then there's something happened. You see, when we look, when we look with our eyes, when we allow ourselves to be limited by the things that we see, by the things happening around us, we begin to sink. Peter forgot the word. And then he saw the boisterous winds. And he was afraid. Fear will always bring, bring, bring failure. Fear will lead to us drowning. Fear will bring discouragement. Fear will bring despair and hopelessness. When we look with the eyes of our flesh, we look with physical eyes at our surroundings, at our environment. This month, as we go into the month and as we approach the end of the year, as we begin to plan towards 2022, can I encourage you? Don't be limited by what you see. Refuse to stay focused on the physical. It's time to take our eyes off the storms. Let's take our eyes off the things that we see. The Word of God tells us that the things that we see are temporal. The things that we do not see are eternal. Let's take our eyes off those problems. Let's take our eyes off our limitations. Let's take our eyes off the challenges, the troubles around us and keep our eyes and our hearts focused on the word of the Lord. He said, come. If the Lord has spoken to you, if we have heard the word of God speak, then he has given an instruction. Act on that word. Act on that word. Stay focused on the master. Stay focused. Keep, let's keep our heart, keep your heart filled with the word that God spoke. And I will encourage when God speaks. Bible says you write it and write the vision down. Make it plain upon tables that it may run that reads it. When we write it down, it's something that we can keep looking back at. It's something that we can keep remembering. We keep it. Hide the word of God in our hearts. When he speaks a thing at the word of the Lord, the mountains keep like rams. The seas fled at the word at the voice of the master. So when the Lord speaks, if the Lord has spoken to you, Hold that word tight. Hold that word tight. Run with that word. Fight with that word. Hold it tight. Confess that word. Stand upon it. And trust that the Lord will make it good. He has not yet failed and he will not fail. He's not about to fail. God does not fail. His word will not fail. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away. He said, not a job, not a title of my word will go unfulfilled. You see, when he sends his word, he said it's like the rain that comes from heaven. He doesn't return. Have you ever seen rain fall and then go back to heaven? No. 
He said it will come. The words that he speaks, he says it's like a rain that falls from heaven. It accomplishes the purpose for which it is sent and it prospers in it. All we need is one word from God. All we need is one word from the, from the, from the Master. Take time. Take time to wait on the Lord. Take time to listen. Let us listen to Him. He's speaking. He wants to speak to you. He wants to speak to us. And when we hear that word, run with that word. When the Lord says, come, get up and move. Get out of that ship. Get out of that comfort zone. Get out of that place that we felt it was safe and is comfortable. Because if we stay in that ship, we will never learn to walk on water. I want to encourage you. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. And if we are going to survive these times, it's time to begin to walk by faith and not be moved by the things that we see. Because the things that we see are temporary. The things that we do not see are eternal. The word of God is quick and it is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides asunder between the soul and the spirit, the joint and the marrows, the sons and thoughts and the intents of every heart. Take the word of God with you. Standing on the promises of God, they do not fail. They will never fail. The word of God lives forever. The word of God is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. We do not walk by the feelings of our feelings, by sight. We walk by what God says. If God says it, I believe it, and that settles it. Hallelujah. Let that be your mantra this morning. Once God has said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Jesus told the disciples, Mark 11, 22, If you will believe, if you will say to this mountain, you believe in your heart, and you will not doubt. He said, it will be unto you as you have said. It will be unto you as you, as you desire. This month, let's walk by the word. This month, let's walk, let's have faith and walk by faith and not by sight. It doesn't matter what's happening around us. All we need is one word from God. When you get that word, run with it. And it shall be unto you as your desire. The Lord bless you this month. The Lord keep you and make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you peace within and without in the name of Jesus. We speak peace unto every turbulence in the name of Jesus. We speak peace into every stormy situation in the name of Jesus. We raise up a standard of the word of God and we stand on the word and we see the benefits of the word and we walk by the word, we prosper by the word. We overcome by the blood of a lamb and by the word of our testimony. This month, in the name of Jesus, go and prosper in the name of Jesus. Go and begin to walk beyond your limitations in the name of Jesus. Begin to rise above your fears, above your limitations. I speak the peace of God into your heart, a peace that passes all understanding. It keeps our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. We give thanks unto God this month. God bless you. I'll see you again very soon. Hold on to the word of God. Keep looking unto Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith. We trust him. We trust him. And we know that he's there. We know that his presence is with us. Every single day of this month, his presence is there. Believe it. Receive it. He settles it. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen and amen. Have a wonderful month. In Jesus' name.